0: hello and welcome to another episode of the living with feeling podcast my name is jules evans and today we're looking at the topic of finding the positives in spiritual psychosis and i interview anthony fiddler who uh, is a uh, british teacher who does workshops uh, in meditation in tai chi and more recently uh, on dealing with psychosis So I met Anthony in 2017 at a Zen center in India uh, where he he was actually helping to run the retreat that I was on and he struck me at the time as a very composed and calm uh, person and I remember in this retreat observing him and thinking uh, that's what I want to be like when I've when I practiced for a long time, this completely kind of no drama type of spirituality. And after the treat, um, I got talking to Anthony and heard about a little bit about his his story and about um, how over the last few years he has um, occasional moments of what in Western psychiatry would be called um, psychosis like experiences. Um, and when he first had a psychotic episode, as, as we hear, um, he found uh, his experience with Western psychiatry was not um, helpful, but quite harmful. The psychiatrist he dealt with uh, was not very really open uh, or, uh, to, to the contents of his experiences, but just gave him um, some medication to deal with it. And he found the medication had a very, um, you know, made the situation worse. Uh, and he tells me how he's learned to really navigate through these experiences, through practices um, learned through mindfulness um, through uh, and through connection practices. Now, um, he doesn't say that um, his way of dealing with these kinds of experiences is for everyone. Uh, and he also talks about um, the risk of coming off medication too quickly and how in in his case that actually led to kind of suicidal feelings so this is an area we have to walk through carefully but I think his message is is such an important and inspiring one about um, helping our culture find a better way of of dealing with psychosis than we have at the moment not seeing psychosis as this terrifying bogeyman that we have to run from and suppress but something that we can actually learn to make friends with that this is can be a a, a normal and human realm of experience it can be a stage of development and growth and we talk um, towards the end of the conversation about the idea of spiritual emergence and seeing psychosis like experiences through that frame so it's um, a pleasure to talk to Anthony I'm a great admirer of his work If you want to find out more about him, um, you can go to his website, which is www.easternpeace.co.uk. And we began by talking about how certain mental health challenges began to appear while Anthony was at Cambridge University studying uh, computer sciences in uh, 1989.
1: It started off um, in the first year, so it was not... It wasn't necessarily that there was nothing difficult before that at school, but it didn't. I managed to avoid seeing it, or I managed to avoid it it being a problem. Whereas at university, with all the social setting and the new experiences, it brought things up. So, so going into the dining hall with with uh, 300 people in in Churchill College, and I'd have a kind of uh, panic attack experience just about eating and sitting there in the hall. So it'd be so difficult, it'd be hard to get the food, the fork, to my mouth. And so I'd almost have to do a preparation to be able to sit there and and eat, and it was difficult. And uh, little things like, uh, we had all these long, long pathways to walk along in the college grounds. And so you'd spend this long distance walking directly towards another person, because they were quite narrow as well and they're surrounded by all the lawns and the sculptures, but you've got this person facing you, and this, these whole approaches were causing these freak-out sessions where I'm wondering, uh, okay, what, what do I do? Yeah, yeah I mean, what, and, what, what face do I so do? And you, you so you're, you're, you're facing someone else, and, and, um, and I didn't seem, for whatever reason, I'd never noticed anything before this, I didn't seem to know how to handle it. So we with, with talking about this with the counsellor, she told me about this whole, um, okay, as you approach another person, uh, at one, a certain distance, lower your eyes, you come a bit close. It's to show that you're not threatening them. It's like monkey law. Yeah. So in, in a way I'd, I'd say I, I became aware I was super good at doing, um, you know, fancy mathematics, mm. but we seem to be having real difficulty with whether I can hold a girl's hand. So this, this was causing so much thinking and disturbance as you're approaching kind of relationship type things. And there seemed to be a, well, I wasn't, I didn't seem to have the same information available to me that other people had. And I was using, you know, IBM supercomputer to try and process a thousand possibilities and interactions from a, a simple human thing, which I didn't seem to be functioning on that level. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, despite more of a serious breakdown in the final year, uh, I, I, I'd already started to, uh, meditate and that had a positive impact on me. So I, I was kind of, um, relaxed for my finals. It came, which not many people can say that. Yeah. So I, I was, and I, and I, I got through it.
0: So after graduating, Anthony traveled in Asia for a few months before coming back and getting a job at one of the big accountancy firms in london
1: it, it, it was this is a, It was a very stressful environment so this is this is not uh not a particularly nice um, environment human environment yeah. um, and uh, after a few months with this kind of uh, uh, working all the time thing, then I went into a into a bit of a depression burnout, and so something was something that had been nourished while I was away collapsed pretty quickly, but I was working all the time so this is i think for any human being you know this is, this is a uh, i I'm, I'm well aware that there's a large burnout issue in this firm. and i was you know, that was my so at the time it looked more like conventional workplace burnout. But I would say, in my case, there was a, there was um, more emotional background there already for to speed this process up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so I I held it I held it together. But inside was really crumbling. But I, I managed to hold it enough. Get a new job, change to something less pressured, uh, back into computer work, and. Uh, and then had a, had a, you know, a very positive human environment to work in, uh, so that was okay for another year. But but still, this this uh, mind was getting tired. Yeah, and 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 uh, it's almost like um, um, it wasn't that I was trying to be fake with people, but I was living a, a pretense, a fake life, that the inside was 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 really working very hard to to be something for this outer environment and that was exhausting my resources and so so then that that you know that created a very deep uh kind of uh uh head fatigue body fatigue um head pain on ridiculous level which the doctor couldn't understand and uh and life was was going into a mess so it wasn't I, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wasn't having different reality and psychosis and mm. things it was just looking like uh, um, breakdown and, and uh, I saw one path where I was trying to hold on to the bit of life I had and then going down a more medical route or I could be uh, a bit more Uh, radical and uh, uh, before everything collapsed, walk away with money which I was able to do, Uh, let go of the flat and the car and the relationship and uh, my possessions and and go out to Asia and try and explore the different things I'd already become aware of out there to find other ways And, and, and especially get away from the environment which was causing me to have difficulty. I, um, I didn't know how long I'd go away. So this was a uh, single tickets kind of thing. Um, I didn't know about uh, <coughs> options in China too much. I'd traveled there, so I knew the basic place. Um, but I went out to, uh, to India for six months and had an ashram that I uh, hoped to go to to do yoga for the six months. But I started off with uh, just trekking in Nepal. That was that in itself was a really good therapeutic thing to do to just get up and walk every day for for two weeks um and uh and, and while trekking, I found a book on Tai Chi in some left in some hostel and that had this pull I felt this thing i i want that um so i i did the uh, i did the yoga thing. There, but uh, afterwards uh, bought a flight and continued on to China, mm-hmm. and uh, and found a, found a teacher and started this this Tai Chi and and yeah I I really felt like I was just before while working as a computer programmer I'd just been a kind of a floating head because of my uh, childhood from thirteen just playing with my computer and writing software and not really doing that much emotional relationship, contact with, with people or sport or things. And, and, uh, and then that became my work, which I do all the time. And, uh, and then that caused something to get too, too extreme and out of balance. And this Tai Chi was a way where I could just be in body. And I was relating one-to-one with a person who was just pure body, just moving like some kind of tiger moves with total total aliveness um yeah so i fell in love with this this thing Mm. and uh and then carried on and and went through sort of spiritual lands tibetan areas and things and that seemed to lead me back to india and then i found myself doing um um, a vipassana buddhist meditation thing Mm -hmm. and um and what got me at the time was because this this particular Head of the school had, had started off with a headache and I had a whopping headache.
0: Oh, uh, yes, Goenka.
1: Yes, Goenka, yeah. So, Goenka, yeah. So, so I didn't know anything about Goenka or Buddhism or anything else. I just know that I knew that I wanted to be quiet. Um, I wanted to have time to be with myself, to reflect. And then I got a, a lead that, that what we were doing helped with headaches. So, so I wasn't aware of any kind of mindfulness type stuff at the time. Uh, But this became effectively a a therapeutic mindfulness for me. So I wasn't trying to be Buddha. I was trying to deal with my headache Mm. and and balance deciding all this emotion. And so this started. And once I got a sense of this, it became a ah, same as the Tai Chi. I wanted it and and, uh, uh, enough to push away the rest of the life.
0: In 2000, Anthony was living in China when... um, The business that he was trying to set up ran into some bureaucratic obstacles and the relationship that he was in broke up and it was then he tells me that he uh began to find himself in in a space of uh, unusual highly altered or psychosis like mental states
1: in a way things started to get a bit unusual fairly early on hints of it um yeah, so I, so I, I, you know, I'd had my, <clears throat> to give give a back date, I'd left, I'd left, I'd packed up from the computer company in '96, and uh, and so I'd had a years, travel, and then and then continued with a bit of life, back in the UK as well, but a lot of time out in Asia, so there's plenty of time for meditation and and Tai Chi. And. Uh, and then by 2000, I just decided I just wanted to do the Tai Chi. I don't want to go back and forward. So I was I was living there, um, and it was a year and a half in total there, um, and um, and was in a relationship with with a uh, um, uh, a French friend, and uh, that was difficult. So beautiful, beautiful, and difficult, and and uh, and I got a first. I got a glimpse. Uh, there was there was um, there was a, a possible split moment, where another separation time that, that was there, and it's almost like I I saw the reality the here uh, differently. Like, like uh, I saw two versions of it. It's almost like some in mean, these kind of groundhog day films or something. Where I saw one version where she just left. And another version. And then it went like some kind of video. And then there was another version where another alternative came up. I'll just go back and fix this thing. And then come back. And then and then we continue. And um, but, but it's almost like I, my, my solid reality here. Uh, had a glitch mm. and 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 uh and i didn 't share it but my my awareness experienced it, and i couldn 't deny that and 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 uh and whatever the cause something maybe started then that's the first awareness or something and that uh, um, and we 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 did uh we did separate a little bit later. Um, and then I arranged a, um, an English teaching job for myself in, in, uh, in Southwest China. And this rage was coming up, which was for me, you know, Hollywood style, you know, (laughs) yeah, smashing, smashing on the table, (sighs) just furious (sighs) demonic level. And uh, I wasn't overwhelmed by it. I was able to realize it wasn't helpful, switch back to Clever Mind. But still, this was something that was opening. And it was a, really a warning for what was coming. Um, so um, uh, so by uh, <coughs> early June 2001, I was uh, uh, in, in Yangshou. And... Um, Mm-hmm. And so yes I can relate to the different experiences you know there was the uh um a kind of uh, uh wanting the r- relationship to the girl to come back mm-hmm. be good enough and then that switched on to a, a kind of uh, being good enough calling Jesus so there was a christian theme to it mm-hmm. knocking on the door so I don't know why it happened but a christian theme came up I'd had a christian couple of christian girlfriends and my own family background, perhaps so there's, there's, there's uh, uh, it's this It started off with different themes with a, a, a not good enough guilt Christian thing yeah. and then switching on to a spiritual thing of calling God knocking on the door and and you know in reality if you, if you're serious about that you don't do that with a little little uh, excuse me. Mm. yeah this isn't this isn't a game it' it's, it's coming with total thing and so so, uh, so the activities were extreme as they got more the kind of tests to be good enough or to knock on the door harder mm. for this to come got more and more extreme. So the, what kind of things? The, the kind of things were first going through every possession and and the and kind of uh, can I keep it or throw it and, and and this went through these things so everything including money Passport, credit cards, everything you might go. Can I keep it or throw it? And then I was letting this this, this some some things I loved I I, I had to let go of. <clears throat> yeah, um, walking naked through the through the market square. Yeah. I wasn't trying to Which is what
0: Quakers did in the seventeenth century to prove their commitment to God I was
1: doing a Jesus walk yeah, yeah. I was I was, so I was say okay this is so I, I you know if, if I'd been in love with walking naked through marketplaces and showing off I wouldn't have done it at this time because it would have meant nothing to me so, so the, the reason for doing it was because this was completely opposite to what I would dream of doing or would be comfortable doing. So it was very uncomfortable
0: to do that? This oh, was Completely. Not like I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm doing effectively a crucifixion mm. and, and, and aware that the people around, the police, everything is going to come at me.
0: Which is what happened? Which is what
1: happened, yeah. Sure. Mm. But they were, they, weren't, uh, they were good with me. I mean, I wasn't being violent and so this was useful. Um, and then, and then, and then the next stage was, was more difficult because, uh, it was, it was to, uh, own, own my shadow. If there's, if there's dark stuff in here, then quit pretending to be just Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, this is, yeah. So this is, this is real boundary pushing to, to try and be bad. Right. Yeah. After through, being like, good boys through the life and the childhood and everything nice. And then and then there was a So how
0: would that what kind of what so, so the
1: I wasn't very good at it, that's what's really funny, yeah. It's like right. some it's like some kind of caricature. Um no, it involved um running through the marketplace, trying to bump into people be bad, bump into old ladies, god knows what, yeah? Uh trying to be raging ah and and um yeah, there was a joke. I didn't seem to get stopped by the police while i was been violent, whereas just being passive and quiet and naked was, was <laughs> fitted st- in much more. In. In <laughs> just being a bit boisterous. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, so so there was this, there was this kind of Jesus phase that was there, and it was a guilt redemption.
0: Were you thing. were you um, seeing or hearing things that other people weren't? Do you think at that time?
1: Um yeah sure so the so the the uh uh the environment didn't have the same quality to it yeah so so all all the uh all the people are just like kind of ghosts mm. behind glass i didn't have a feeling of being real real and uh i wasn't really experiencing day and night in a normal way mm. i wasn't eating so this was 10 days yeah um i was i wasn't uh, i had there was still a life survival instinct. And so, so um, I had some panic attack about dehydration. It was, it was very hot at the time, it was summer. So it was 30 degrees or more, very humid. There was massive downpours at times. And so there was very heavy humidity and high temperature and, um, and I had some panic attack about dying of dehydration. So I was, I was drinking, so there was survival instinct. Mm. But I wasn't eating.
0: Were you, um, I mean, was your body, were you, were you in the adrenaline mode? Were you not sleeping properly, that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I wasn't sleeping. So, so uh, th- th- there was no awareness of any, any rhythm of stuff. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, I was active through the night, same as day. I don't really, I didn't, you know, I had more of these experiences, but this first one was more extreme in its difference. There, there really wasn't this, 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 feeling of timing of day, and night. there's waves of, of, um, of these kind of themes coming. Yeah, yeah. And and some could be really high, beautiful things. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm Buddha and saving, saving the world or something or doing mm. things. Yeah, because this Christian thing didn't seem to seem to fade out. And then it switched to a Buddhist thing, as if I try. Okay, well that didn't work. So, and I
0: think, oh, no, okay. Because I mean, the, 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 this period was China and Taiwan were almost at war, weren't they? Yeah. Um, objectively, that was happening, and, and, and you, that became a movie.
1: It became. It became. It it became. Um, um, it became a kind of mission. Yeah. So so this uh, so this Christian thing was a start off. But it switched then to, to, uh, um, to being uh, a, a role which I had to take on. I mean, the, the, the were, there were sources for all of these, there were seeds for all of these experiences. I just read mm. a book about the whole relationship between China and Tibet, which went on. And, and, uh, um, and I knew all about all of the politics yeah. around this country.
0: And you decided it was your mission to bring peace to this region yeah. or yeah. yeah to to
1: yeah. uh and uh and so this became whole piles of of uh um, you know ridiculous complicated rituals but i was having uh you know my environment was not normal so so while i'm doing the ritual uh, for making peace with india and and taiwan and uh British legacies and, and American stuff in Japan, uh, the, the television would, would be changing channel from this, this communist uh, farmers and peasants to this communist soldiers and their uh, fight. And so these two films were switching channel yeah. without my uh, intervention, from my perspective.
0: Okay. How did you go from there to um, being... You were then at some point restrained... By by Chinese psychiatrists,
1: yeah. So so um, um, yeah. In in reality, everyone was being very patient with me. Yeah. So so uh, I mean it, it's it's funny, but I probably I've, more than there might be here. I um, far more than they would be here. So so this is in China in in two thousand and one. Uh, I was still I still really had a kind of special status as a foreigner, and they didn't want to have. Difficulty or bad news in the press, and and um, and and it's China, so they have a lot more authority, and so they effectively turned the hotel that I was staying in to a um, a, a safe house, and so all the guests had to leave, and I was just in my room in the hotel.
0: They <laughs> <laughs> turned the hotel into a safe house. Yeah, and then oh, I God. had I had
1: police that were watching the house and And monitoring how it was going right um, uh, we uh, i been I'd been escorted by the police to call my parents and was able to do that, so there was lucidity at times, so they knew my parents were coming it was going mm-hmm. it was speeded up at, by its time right um, but um, uh, um, unfortunately the uh, something came to uh to our head and uh, and then, yeah, this is a difficult experience, but I had some words inside which came, which didn't feel like bad words or a, 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 a you know, bad intention, but it, it said you have to break out. And then I have no memory after that. So this is my bit of non-lucidity, where something's gone above my level that I could function with. Yeah. The rest of the time, I can't say what someone else would have had. Mm. The rest of the time, after a, quite a complicated process of reflection later, mm. I've been able to regain those memories. I had I had to face an awful lot of anxiety, okay, and and time, to, okay. and to reconstruct what was recorded in a circular, dreamlike way, back into a kind of linear experience. Right. So so the way that memories were being recorded, the way that, and the level of emotions was on the ceiling, but I, I worked through that and got back to what I've got now.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Where I can talk about it pretty much like normal. Yeah. So that's for most of that time, which I attribute to all the, the meditation I did. But I got to my ceiling of where my mind just shuts, and and uh, I don't know what happened in in that time, other than by information from my father and others. Right. Yeah. So. So, so
0: you kind of you you come to as it were. Uh, next the next thing you remember, or or this is kind of so so, in, so you in, know in, from their reports so
1: so so from their reports right. I know yes, I know, I smashed the upper glass door of this hotel room mm. and uh, and so there was blood all around the room and uh, and then I was in the street and wasn't behaving so well, maybe upset some some disabled guy there, but I, I still see him now and uh, and then was in some struggle with the police and then in a police van and I actually have a glimpse of that so there's little bits of memory I remember Mm. um, uh, pushing against the sides of this van in the back Mm. and uh, and then I was in a police cell which I don't remember but my father saw it so there's blood all over the walls and uh, and then by the evening so several hours later uh, I was in the back of a of a an ambulance Okay. And, and then and then met the, the the psychiatrist. And they they were doing their best, but it created a trauma because uh, you know I, I thought I was going to be killed there in this prison. You're going through in the dark, arriving in the dark into some gates. You've never been there, and it, it, it's a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so um, and I had wounds, and so uh, you know I, I they'd had a very difficult journey with me. Get into this place. So then there was a very different. Uh, my my, my understanding of the universe was very different to the other p- people course, in this yeah. in this ambulance. Yeah. And so this was a very difficult journey. Mm. And and I obviously wasn't um, uh, happily getting out of the vehicle at the end. And so, so I I was presumably tranquilised and then woke up tied to a bed. Mm. So you're tied hand and foot with. Cloths to a wooden bed in a pretty grotty, grotty, room with stained white walls and nothing, no furniture, and so mm. it's a classic thing. Which I don't know the ne- the nearest way to relate is some kind of uh, Vietnam War torture okay. movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that's how I experienced it. So they were trying to fix my arm and my wounds. Uh, I was experiencing some kind of torture session. Mm. Sorry, it's it's, it's it's extreme. And the level of emotion is is you know getting to the middle way just sort of scream and try and die, so it's 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 real um, uh, movie kind of
0: stuff. Mm. Then your parents take you back to England. Yes, yeah,
1: so and my parents arrived, yeah. and we then had a you know mirror like nice experience in the psychiatric hospital, with warm relations and good feeling with all the people that have been there in communication, and and
0: mm. because you. Had some kind of sense of what had happened then, and, and and you feel like you're kind of on the same side with the people there, to some extent. Yeah, yeah. The
1: the reality was I was completely back to to normal awareness, so so it took a bit of time, and and and, um, and we can't say whether it, I had I was on their medication. Yeah, um, I can't say whether it was the medication or the contact with my. With my parents. Or food. Food, contact with my mother. My father took a picture of myself with the uh, Chinese uh, doctor team in the hospital. I, he'd never shown it to me before. Mm. He just revealed it just a few weeks ago. Mm. I, I didn't recognise myself.
0: Because mm. you'd lost so much weight as
1: well. Uh, the, it's, it's more than that. The face, uh, the the stress, the eyes, the way everything is. Mm. Um, um, yeah i i didn't really recognize myself in the picture mm. yeah a bit a bit gray and ghosty
0: um tell me about then your engagement with uh british psychiatry system
1: yeah so so we um we were able to come out and fly back home It was great and then uh oh, big de- the the big decision was okay no one knows okay so no one here knows what's happened so so we can just uh hide this and move on. And maybe that's the best thing. So we're you know we're busy thinking all all this stuff the stigma the life prejudiced or kind mortgage probably or everything yeah. Um, so that was there was one decision, but I was having all these dark thoughts coming up, and and uh, this was it would be scary anyway if you if you have your life as who you are for so long. And then suddenly you get a whole pile of stuff coming up, which you think, where's that come from? So, a, a, so a change that, and it's not like little stuff. So this is extreme. So, uh, and and so one, you've got a whole pile of dark thoughts coming, and you don't. think, Well, I, I thought I was a nice person.
0: Like it? kind of aggressive. Aggressive um, things,
1: yeah. uh, urges to hurt people or mm. to uh, uh, to do stuff, which is really not very nice. Mm. Um, Trickster things to be uh, uh, stupid. There's a kind of worry thing. You see some uh, some people. What will you do with them or to them or mm-hmm. whatever? Every bit of dark stuff. It's almost like uh, I just opened human Pandora box and here's all the all the dark rubbish. And uh, at the time, I didn't. Um, n- I didn't know what to do with this. Yeah. It's, 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 this is super scary. And then uh, combine that with having this period of unconsciousness, where you've been active but don't appear to be in the uh, the centre of the actor when you're in China. Yeah. Yeah. So so if you if you combine uh, a period of of uh, non ego centred action, that's how it feels. Whether mm. it's true or not, I don't know, but that's how it feels. With all this dark stuff, and you thought maybe this other thing will take over and, and it's so thought comes about doing something, maybe it will be done. Yeah. And I'm not the actor that's doing this.
0: So that made you want to go to see...
1: Oh, this has got to be the most scary human experience yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, if you were... It would, it would make a very scary film. You know, uh, if every so often you're being... It's, it's Chuckling Hyde. So you're yeah. being the nice guy, doing all this stuff, and then some thought comes to uh, hurt this person over there. And it just happens, yeah. And you think, and then you're the nice guy again, wow. So it, it didn't happen for real, but but this causes a real oh, inside, and so this was enough to uh, uh, to get me to call a psychiatrist. Right. Uh, response time was great. Yeah, there was a, there was a, you know smart looking psychiatrist doctor in in the in our lounge within a few hours
0: from the NHS
1: from the NHS. Um, um, and, uh, and so we had, we had a conversation together, but it's not like he got to know me very well. You know, he may, he may be pretty good at assessing what's, what's, how the person looks or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and he, and he started to get a bit of story, you know, so he did get a bit about walking naked through the market type thing. Mm. And, uh. And then that seemed to stop. So, so then we, uh, then we just got to a, a, a crunch. Uh, yeah. You know, do you think this was a psychotic experience? And and uh, but I was still talking like this. So there was there was anxiety, but I was lucid talking and telling what's happened. It was pretty pretty reasonable. Um, and uh, I wanted some help with all this dark stuff. And years ago, a friend at Cambridge. Uh, had been through some kind of emotional care day center thing, where they're working with different games to help him deal with his 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 uh, strong emotions. So I thought this was what was offered, mm. um, but I had to play along with him a bit. So so I said uh, yes. I, I uh, in your language, and your world, your understanding, I think this is you call it a psychotic experience. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was in a very altered state, um, and uh, and it, at the time he he you know we made a kind of deal. He suggested I take uh, the the Chinese psychiatrist had, had uh, agreed that I would have two weeks of risperidol, risperidone, and uh, and then some Chinese medicine for anxiety. Mm. And I agreed to, uh, to disregard that and, 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 uh, and, I suppose, give the authority to him and, and, and take uh, Risperidone for, for the three months. And so we had a kind of treatment plan, mm. which was there. And I agreed to do that, expecting that there would be more kinds of care or other things. Um, and so he never learned any more about me.
0: There was no other kind of connection. There
1: was no more human conversation after that yeah. until two years later when I did a goodbye. From, from, from my perspective, from, from, from the, that first conversation um, through to uh, a, a final conversation where I said goodbye and had a human conversation, which was a very big thing to do. There was there was no more natural relationship mm. or care relationship.
0: Yeah, so really, as far as he was concerned, this was a biological problem which had been fixed with this antipsychotic medication. And 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 his
1: job was to make sure I took it. Yeah, and so so uh, so we had a we had a kind of. Uh, um, yeah, I mean really within 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 2 weeks. I was I was in a uh, <clears throat> a depowered non-cognitive uh I I I will say zombie state. Yeah, this mm. was my experience. If I if I if I uh, when I looked in the mirror in the in the bathroom, I'm scared by what I see in my eyes. And uh and then nothing worked. So uh, I I just spend the whole day lying on the sofa. Uh the best thing out was to watch uh, daytime TV, like Oprah Winfrey, and at least have human stories which I could hold on to. Mm. And there was th- this, the, this, this activity, and people criticise people when they're doing this and are just lying on the couch taking benefits. Mm. But this, this activity was the nearest I could get to some kind of of safety. Mm. So, so it wasn't that I was comfortable. In that time but it was like uh, the minimized agitation mm. and otherwise even sitting at the table eating food there's no pleasure with that and and uh, human activity was no there was no there was no there was no positive capacity it seemed for communication there was kind no. of blockages of aphasia for the positive language and, and, and
0: uh, an in- inability to to concentrate to read nothing
1: you get to a stage where the psychiatrist offers to give you antidepressants alongside your antipsychotics and, and my mind went that's crazy you take uppers and downers <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. this is <laughs> mm. this is just crazy and so whatever state i was in depowered can't think for myself i said no and this mm. and this was the first moment i took my power back from this because it's a power relationship you're under you have to experience this to realise it uh, and most people never experience this thankfully maybe some other kind of medical environments too um, I started to say no and, and, uh, and then after uh, a few weeks I think everyone was agreeing that, that what we were doing wasn't working I was going down
0: ok so you decided to come off
1: so I came off and and, uh, and my doctor supported. I didn't do it on my own. Uh, my mother and I were, had a plan and the doctor uh, uh, supervised. The psychiatrist still sort of kept quiet a bit. And uh, um, we, we reduced the dose fairly quickly with the doctor's encouragement. A, a week later, I was on half the dose. My mind came back. I could read books and, and focus. Um, but there was a whole rush of... Of uh, emotion that came up, and uh, and I went. I'd already been suicidal with thoughts through the the much of the period, but this went ballistic. So there's a warning there on this process of coming off this stuff. You need su- support because because I was just above a live railway line. So no joke. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So this is this is uh, the psychiatrist need to know this as well. This, so this this went much worse as I came off.
0: Yeah,
1: you know it's it's about as easy as leaving Europe, it seems. So so I I uh, I'm very grateful I survived. I didn't seem to touch this thing.
0: And this is a, so you were literally very. Yeah yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm a foot
1: away from a live railway line on a crossing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I came fully off over two months. And uh, and then started to. This whole journey of, of starting to find other ways. So basically, I, I decided uh, I couldn't rely on my uh, psychiatrist and doctor environment to help me. And so I started to take proaction myself to find balance. And that, that was, there's a thousand things, but I started with a homeopath mm-hmm. and replaced the daily resperidone with daily homeopathy. Okay. and uh And then this continues, so this story can go on blah, 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 blah. yeah, I had miracles. I took um Mimolus, a back remedy, so you think it 's nothing some little silly thing in 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 uh Holland and Barrett, but uh at the start of the week i couldn't do eye contact, no eye contact for eight months with people other than my my parents um I was my father got me a little job in an a English teaching environment, so I was an assistant with Asian women. So, super sensitive, soft environment in the daytime. And it was very stressful the first day. Uh, but then I found this Mimulus in a shop. My instinct was sniffing out things, medicine. It's like total focus, like, <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is, but I'll, I'll take that. And uh, I took it for the week. And at the end of the week, I had completely normal human interaction and eye contact and was back in this teaching class, talking like normal, like there was nothing happened.
0: Uh, tell me about um, mindfulness practices and, uh, and how that was helpful to you, even when, uh, you know, unusual things come up in, 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 uh, later.
1: I say when I uh, this original difficulty with the the dark thoughts, the urges, the little voices or things though they're never really they weren't so much separate voices for me at times, but they're like coming inside. Mm. So they're uh, so they're they're felt as other than other than me. Mm. Um, I I dealt with this with with, with my mindfulness because the psychiatrist didn't help me with anything, mm. and so it means. Yeah, uh, thought comes, you're sitting at the dining room table uh, rather than going into some big panic attack or threat or worse, doing something you just observe it, it's coming and, and you see it there and, and uh like, oh, thank you so I'm, I'm, I'm aware of it and, and don't let my body go into too much tension or react to it, I just observe it being there and
0: not try and I away. can't push it away, not see it as as the enemy. I went through
1: this whole thing of oh, you've got demons talking to you or they're trying to take care of it. but I found this wasn't helpful. Mm-hmm. It's just better to just let it be, not try and work out what it is. is it Is it me or is it something else that's coming? I don't go there from from my thing. It's better not to resolve
0: that. And, and that's difficult to resolve if not impossible It's
1: impossible so so, yeah. so just just uh, just it's an experience contact, not to identify with it, not to say, oh, I'm a monster. Just uh, oh, uh,
0: thank you. And why thank you? I mean, that's partly just because because uh,
1: because being gentle my, with your own experience. Because uh, my my relationship is is uh, there's no negative reaction to it. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 like having a gift. So I've got to I've I've turned I've turned uh, uh, an experience into a positive experience by by uh, accepting it as a gift. But I'll... I'll uh, thanks, but no thanks. I'll, I'll just leave it there, I think.
0: So you managed to change your relationship to kind of thoughts. You realised these intrusive yeah. thoughts were just thoughts.
1: Yeah, and also I realised that my thoughts weren't me. Right. So, so, so at that time, I also separated who I was from the thoughts that were happening. Mm. And, and I don't identify myself with them. So, so my identity became how I express in the world, how I consciously choose what I do and not... The thoughts going on inside at times,
0: and one of the vipassana attitudes is to stay with the moment, uh, to be open to it, but reminding yourself that things pass as well. Do you sometimes use that now? Because you'll still have moments where you're you're you'll be in a more kind of, uh, I guess, what, what how would you say it? Just you'll go into unusual mental states, yeah. and you can kind of ride through them just by. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah so so i mean it, it happened it happened just now so that, mm. so uh, so it's not like uh, oh there you go and you're fixed mm. uh the the uh, all that's happened is that you know i end <clears throat> okay i said goodbye to the psychiatrist mm. but I, still something wasn't wasn't balanced inside so i had the next 9 years never knowing uh, whether i'm i'm at next moment i'm going to be out again as I call it mm. yeah so, so, uh, uh, so I just developed more and more skill at, at being aware of, of navigating these, these experiences. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, so, so it's, it, it's, it's just become more normalized mm. for me.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so, uh, so yeah, um, um, you know, only, uh, only a few weeks ago, I'm, I'm, uh, I was back into a, uh, a high non cognitive state where I've, I've, I've blown the level of what my head can do, mm. and, uh, and then I just uh, you know what I was able to observe this. So my, my, my awareness is, is there going, Oh, okay, we've reached the, the ceilings, so and my mind's fused, it's, 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 it's gone, um, and then but there's no fear. So, so because I've I've been there and come back, and know mm-hmm. the way back so many times, and have confidence, using the my first my my capacity to be with the suffering, to mm-hmm. be with the pain. The body's completely feels awful, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost agitation explosion kind of thing, mm-hmm. and and uh, and I don't mind, and and uh, and and the whole pile of. Heaviness, thoughts can go a bit crazy with mm-hmm. things, but there's no fear. It's not going, oh, whatever. And that, because that fear causes a spiral, which mm-hmm. takes, shoots you higher and higher and higher into this thing. And then, you, then your, the le- whatever the levels are that tune you into this normal reality can get blown up as you're going in this rocket. So instead
0: there's, um, you, you cultivate acceptance.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm I there's 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 a it's actually quite a nice thing. Um uh, because uh in in uh you yeah, know normal life you, you you worry about all these future things and bigger term things. Whereas whereas um as soon as the alarm bell goes boom and I notice oh shit. it's happened again. Yeah? And then, then uh, uh, you get back into this kind of total presence. Yeah. It's, it, it, I just drop straight into f- maximum meditation, just as if we're in the peak moment of a Vipassana retreat. And, and uh, nothing matters other than coming back to balance. Mm. Yeah? I, have, I have other people as well, so it's taking care of myself and others. So there's, there's a kind of, uh, almost like, a they're not rules, it comes naturally. But, but so I, 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 I take care of the people around me as mm. part of this method, I guess, or, or program.
0: And what about the kind of, you know, the, the classic Vipassana thing of this too will pass? Is that helpful? Like knowing that it, you might be in a weird place right now, but you're not going to be forever. It, it, all, all these states pass.
1: No, that that, that's that's uh, it's a very curious one. That Mm. if you take a drug, I've never taken any drugs, Mm. so that's that's yeah. Um, Then you've got more of a sense, you know, after ten hours, yeah, should be out of the main. Yeah. yeah? If you have um, if you have a natural uh, altered state, uh, you have no idea when this will end. Mm -hmm. Really, yeah. So so, uh, uh, and also, uh, I think it's true in a drug anyway. Uh, the time sense is stretched, so there's not a sense of linear time in quite the same way right. so you're uh, so you know one day can be infinity um, but um, in 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 my in my case I seem to have a pattern of about uh ten days for these things, and i wouldn't necessarily know when it ended it would just kind of blend back in
0: what about um, Touch and connection practices. How how helpful do you find that in navigating these spaces?
1: Okay, so the, um, the, the there's there's two things there. Uh, there's the uh, uh, time in between and a normal state, where as you train more in connecting with other human beings something in in you perhaps is learning more about how other people be here so if that's my guess that if there there was a some deficiencies perhaps in me more energy in the head and less in the body and physicality and ground Mm. and and sensual experience and so through uh, connection and being with people in this in this kind of um, deeper ways that i do uh, i'm learning more about being human here. So there's a kind of preparation in between. In terms of uh, actually being in an experience, uh, I found for myself that the fastest way out is through uh, getting into resonance with another person and then using their grounding to pull me back into this shared matrix, because yeah, I'm out of it. And, and, uh, and, the, and I've done it many, many times. So the experiences, you know, you're walking around in La La Land, and it can be very interesting when, you're not, when you don't panic. It's, it's great. You can, you can get a real kick out of this. It's beautiful. Everything kind of glows and there's magic and there's talking. And, oh, a mystery is everywhere. And you see things differently. You want to get out. Go and find some person that looks safe enough. Right, so I haven't done a church in Glastonbury once. So I went to the uh, couple of old ladies sitting at the back looking after the church. As I approached them, you feel this total fear. Wow absolute total fear so you, you touch this kind of glass which is separating you from the shared reality fear comes and you have to inter- use mindfulness feel it and be with it and and not share it so i internalize that fear and then do a cognitive conversation you know, you've fake it talk yeah. about how nice the church is oh thank you for looking after it and and uh, so you your internalized emotion make a uh, a roll conversation and then uh, it's very uncomfortable and then within within a pretty short time, something goes click and then you start to have a normal conversation
0: right
1: and they don 't need to know about it mm-hmm. but but that that uh, uh that ability to connect and make resonance mm-hmm. is a way out of this this uh uh, the psychosis is a, is a uh, a separation state from the normal normal matrix. Yeah. So so I got good at doing this and uh and then and the the easier your connection the easier it's to do this.
0: Okay. What well, what would you like to see change in how we as a culture um, deal with this realm of experience?
1: Oh okay. So this is this is a really, a really big, really big thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in reality, first of all, uh, to open to the level of suffering that in a way we've created. So, so, so yeah, human suffering is there already for the last 60, uh, uh sixty, seventy eight I think it's never been done well, but mm-hmm. but the last 70 years, the, the attitude has shifted more and more towards just treating it as a, a incurable illness and just medicate everything and don't look at it. Don't yeah. don't deal with the pain don't deal with the pain. Just and, just shut it up. Yeah,
0: and we're talking about uh, lives ruined as a result. And
1: then lives are not productive lives. Yeah. Mm. I can't judge every person but my I think generally if you if you get everyone to sort of talk about it you'll find that their human potential was missed. Mm. And so this is, is, is very sad. So first, there's a big pain to acknowledge. And all the people working in this environment, they've also, in a way, not really helped. So in, in, yeah. in the way that they could have done. It's nothing to do with caring and not being nice people or doing what they could, but the way that everything's been done hasn't necessarily been helpful. Okay. So that's a whopping thing to accept. Yeah. And a lot of pain to get over. And, and then to actually look at ways... So there's a lot more uh, technology now in the society because the mindfulness isn't a joke. It's, it's really useful. It's, it's basic human evolution. And it's really relevant to, to what we call dealing with mental illness. Mm. And so it's, uh, for me, there's not, there's not a medical thing here. It's more like a human education that, that uh, maybe things are changing now, I don't know, in our times, mm. but there's more need to evolve a bit and have more more self-awareness
0: and also in terms of our cultural attitude you've you've written about how in other cultures you felt you encountered much more kind of sympathy and and kind of awareness of these altered states for example you talked about meeting tibetan lamas and speaking about this could you tell me about, a bit about that briefly
1: uh i think it it it, it, it it really depends on the culture and the people. It's just that in, in uh, uh, Tibetan culture in particular has more of a tradition of of, of uh, uh, working with altered states in a positive way because of the the, uh, the the shamanic origins in their culture, not just the the Buddhist ones. Yeah, yeah. And so so they've had um, you know, beautiful people who also have uh, uh, act in different ways. Mm. And so there's, there's, and, and there's a lot more awareness in the, in the teachings of, of, of the dark sides of human behavior and, and alter states and bardo. So there's a wealth of, of experience which is not common in our culture at the moment.
0: And the sense that these kinds of things can be not entirely negative.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so they, they, they would say what, it's, it's negative when there's no compassion for yourself and for others. And the fact that uh, how you're behaving or doing things doesn't necessarily uh, mean anything. Mm. Um, so there's, there's, uh, uh, yeah, so, in, so there can be more tolerance. But I also managed to meet, I was, I was meeting uh, very high yogi lamas who actually go through these states themselves. Mm. And if, I'm, if I met other teachers who don't have that, they could be very high in the Buddhist thing, but it's not their experience, and so they can't help me. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on, on on the individual.
0: And you wrote um, that, uh, I'll quote you here, that uh, the journey through madness needs to be accepted in society as a natural and even healthy part of being human rather than something to be ashamed about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so
0: that this is just something that happens and, 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 and something that sometimes people go through and it can be a stage of development.
1: Yeah. Yeah and 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 um yeah so it's so i, I uh, it's almost like as a, as a society we we've uh, we, we've uh <clears throat> turned something which which is 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 part of normal life into the big taboo scary thing mm. and and uh and i think so it's it's unknown to us and then and then mm. we project on it all our fear onto it and that's behind uh, First the problem so so uh, if, if, uh, you know, if, you, if you meet a, a doctor or psychiatrist uh, you've, you've had something unknown so there's this fear about that you're you're destabilized because you've experienced something you didn't and then you meet other people that kind of affirm that and make you even more scared of it and and, yeah. and, uh, and that creates a whopping problem mm. um, whereas if you're able to be uh, more tolerant to it, if the people that you meet around you are uh, um, uh, 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 more familiar and have a more positive relation to what you've experienced that, that brings you back into the tribe into the connection with people yeah. and you're back and and even in a, in a you know in a, in a shamanic culture the, the person comes back and is bringing new gifts from from the other realms to to them it's new life and so they've got more than positive so mm. you've got an identity then you're the you're the shaman or something mm. or a trainee yeah so, so, this, this, so this way that we approach it as a society makes all the difference.
0: Mm. I just wanted to ask you about this idea of spiritual emergency yeah. uh, and a spiritual crisis. Do you think that's an important idea in our, in our kind of healthcare system?
1: And that, that, that goes back to the previous topic, in a way, of, of recognising that, that it, it's not necessarily something negative. And, and and there may be something very important there for the person in these experiences, and they need to be respected, mm. and not to try and just um, stop the journey. It's almost like the, the 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 psychosis has been turned into this psychosis, as opposed to a a uh, uh, an experience of your deeper self, which yeah, is it's coming it's like through.
0: you say, it's the ultimate bogeyman,
1: and yet it's 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 been turned into the ultimate bogeyman. And yet it, it contains the seed of the ultimate human meaning yeah. of our life, of growing. And so if you, if you just do things to suppress that, then you may be killing off the most important part of someone's life. Whereas if you can support that, and it might still involve screaming and rage and whatever, you're just doing the, the bit of tidying up the mess. But within there, there may be the biggest, most important gift in that person's life. Mm. And so this this is uh, so for some people, maybe that, that won't be there. I can't can't say this is true for every person. I think there's a lot of differences. Yeah. So maybe there are people that are just fragmenting, and collapsing. But but within I, I'm very I, I'm definitely sure within this pool of people that go to a psychiatrist, at the moment there will be many people. Who actually? It, this could be the, uh, the the biggest blessing in the life, and, and and how we respond to that is really important. And so there needs to be more options, not just to medicate and suppress, but to have ways to nourish, and give confidence and, and empower people to, to walk these journeys yeah. when life's called us. And and to 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 medicate this and just suppress it is, is this is some whopping crime. It's it's, it's mm. uh, this is uh, is real sad thing. Mm. Um so uh for so for me uh sometimes you need to have uh you know gentle gentle ashrams with support. Yeah. And and uh and safe places and 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 people around with a positive framework. Yeah. And not to judge everything just because the is being a bit weird or there's some aggression come out or whatever. That 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 uh, this is this is uh, uh, is immediately something bad and terrible, and you're a, you're a monster for life and have to be mm. medicated. So so, um, and I, I don't know what's happening in the general society, but there's there's so much approach and openness now to Eastern practices and different things, and so yeah. I expect a lot more spiritual emergence to come up, and it will not be tidy often. Mm. So how we respond to this now? Is really important for the lives of people in the next fifty years.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Can one divide the mental and the physical so cleanly? I mean, I might have, or you might have, we might have inherited a genetic disposition towards these kinds of states of mind, or you know, in your case, you said that perhaps kind of trauma from childbirth might have made it more likely. So there might be some kind of physical things which can combine with environmental things, emotional things, to make these... Do you, do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that so, it's, it's possible that... Yeah. I I think with me, even though I, I resist total material reductions of of my tendency to yeah, anxiety yeah. and so on, I still think there's probably something in the mix of the kind of hardware yeah. as well.
1: So... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, um in my case very much so 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 uh um uh what what's what's uh what's causing the sensitivity what's the stress to the system yeah so in in, it's it's possible in my case because of a birth trauma there's some uh there i'm not sure but this was pointed out there may be some developmental differences in in the uh and the the thyroid and the and the trachea and the stomach thing something I don't know the detail, mm-hmm. but but uh, someone was excited because I seem to be sh- I seem to be highlighting a pattern or theory that they had, um, someone I met. And and uh, and <clears throat> my my experience on on my side is 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 perhaps a a difficulty in the nervous system balancing,
0: mm.
1: so it's very easy to go up into sympathetic, get stressed very very difficult to come down and mm. and you know what is parasympathetic so my whole life has been a phd on how to relax you know and and, uh, and i listen to other people that just drive home from work and relax i think that didn't work for me mm. i got more stressed on the way home mm. um so so uh yes on some level this is built into the the physicality of my body um and and who knows about um family background if if, if yeah you, you can't separate it if you if you've grown up with someone that had a bipolar or something mm-hmm. then then your your nurturing is influenced by that as well as your genes and so so who knows
0: do you think that some of these unusual mental states one can go into have their have their adaptive purpose
1: well the the uh uh i can't speak for every person's state and experience but mm. but uh um but for for me it's completely so 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 uh i would say the the uh um the the state i was in before um had uh a, a lot of a lot of uh um there was a lot of need to grow
0: right so in in, in areas especially
1: yeah. emotionally and and uh and perhaps for some reason uh it wasn't possible for me to do that journey in my normal state and so i needed to have a special laboratory with more focus to do a uh, kind of almost like a revolution mm. so rather than doing a you know baby steps thing yeah Perhaps this, you know, I would I would see it as a as a, a revolution or elevator, mm. and there's untidiness an there, there's suffering because there's, you know, <clears throat> when you're growing, things need to get cut away, mm. and some things need to new things space for new things to come, um, but uh, in in my actual activity, uh, in each of the episodes, especially especially the the, the first one very much, uh, especially the uh, uh, there's the third one so so they and you know, I had four major events and then many minor ones in mm. between they had different themes but the first one had a big focus on what I call general psychotherapy but this was all done through ritual mm. objects moving around resolving who am I Chinese Chinese Anthony t- Indian Tibetan Anthony English Anthony all different. All the possessions represented different aspects, and so there was sorting possessions all the time. Mm. Someone outside my might think I'm mad, but I was not. I was really doing my own little therapy of who am who am I, the balances of of, of things. Um, the the third session in Rishikesh was all about um, tidying, re, redoing this birth process in a more loving, respectful way to myself and my mother. Uh, I, I, I enacted birth i enacted dying process mm. drowning in this case um how did you do that um <clears throat> i've got a joke here if if you uh if you want to die um uh do it in stages so in my case uh uh i hadn't wanted to use the railway line that just seemed to be the most practical thing possible that didn't cause too much suffering to other people, because I was concerned about other people. It seems very arrogant to mm. in, involve other people. My, my, uh, the way I came up with was, was drowning in the Ganges in Rishikesh, and uh, that didn't seem possible for me. But it still seemed to be there that I needed to do it. Mm. And, and, uh, and, and so you do it in stages and and so I, I went in the in the sea of kopangan in my second event and experienced kind of underwater open your mouth kind of drowning thing a little bit. Mm. and and then came back in and then in rishikesh at a safe distance from the river i i uh, i i you know took a room for the day so i i picked a room just to die in yeah yeah and then, uh, in a way, it's, it's a bit like Carl Jung's active imagination. Yeah. Uh, but it was coming through not so much from my head, but r- being lived out. I went through this whole drama of drowning, continuing the water experience in Thailand, but for real. It was a very sad feeling as I was I was going down and but it was slowly be, down.
0: But, but not for real. For you did it as a, as a symbolic ritual rather than actually going. But in. it
1: wasn't. It wasn't uh, like a game of a uh, you know uh, intellectual game to do this yeah. it was happening from inside right. guiding this I wasn't even using my imagination it mm-hmm. was kind of coming through me mm-hmm. this whole feeling and this whole field but it was being done well away from the water and I was, so I was terrified to go near the river at the yeah. time and I still haven't bathed in the Gandhis everyone thinks I'm an idiot because I've mm-hmm. been there 20 times and I've never bathed in the river but th- this was the way I chose to kill myself so this mm-hmm. is not a little thing Mm. um yeah so so uh so there was I can't say what the benefit or the meaning of this is but this these were not little things I was uh uh reenacting uh, birth mm. and death processes mm. and yeah. and uh and that that was part of the theme at the time as and 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 then there always seemed to be uh uh personal themes like this and then uh, kind of macrocosmic themes. Mm. So in this first one there's, you know, China's peace and the um in the second one there was something about I don't know more esoteric some kind of new dimension coming to the earth or something and I was part of bringing yeah. it together.
0: So I mean it, it seems very jungian in the sense of contents are coming through from your subconscious which taking a quite a kind of grand mythological form. Yeah you know you, uh you are the the peace bringer or yeah. or the, or the kind of jesus figure yeah is that is that i mean does does does, does yeah yeah it, yeah it kind i mean of, the, it, fits it, it fits quite quite even well even more so
1: in the first experience yeah. i had the uh half of my face was me the other half was a wolf You're right And um, i had a breast like a woman for my upper body and male lower body so yeah. so these are really showing what what look like jungian archetypes yeah yeah um and uh, and for sure, I was there's these themes which seem bigger than me, yeah. And there's aspects which are are personal to me, and these are woven together.
0: And is there? I mean, one of the risks of these kind of spiritual emergencies, I guess, can be that one can get well very carried away in a in a sense of a kind of I'm you know Messiah trip, basically. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very common on these things, yeah. isn't it? I mean. Is is that something you've you've it, did it just pass and that was mainly in that first thing, or is that does that is that something you still kind of uh, navigate through like um, um or how I mean I suppose no I think I think somehow
1: I understand this it's it's uh, it's it's a kind of natural um, it's a natural confusion so that so the reality is. Uh, <clears throat> Um, someone says uh, I mean Carl, Carl Jung had a, 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 an experiment I don't know a joke or experiment mm. but he put three Jesuses together once mm. so, so uh, to see what would happen yeah? um, so um, it's a natural confusion so in reality all of us are Jesus or Buddha or things at one level yeah. And and another level were were this separate little individual identity. Yeah. So it depends where the level where your center of identification is. So it's so it's it's an it's an it's an archetype. It's a natural state. And so, so no one's mad when they say they're Jesus, but but the the um, the confusion is when you you grasp onto that you hold onto that thing. It's it it is true, but at the same time it's not true and and uh and yeah. so you need to be able to uh, uh to come back from that state and not get confused in 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 my case uh i i was a a part of the buddha so actually even in that state i i, I was a big part and playing some role but i didn't uh um I didn't take it as some godlike identity or something, yes. but still, I was the creator of the universe. So this is quite a big, you know. <laughs> I was great I was crea- I was, uh, you know, had this whole creation thing of being in a cave and imagining all the life and evolution of the monkeys, and it's all my dreams which are creating all of this through history. Mm. So this is pretty, uh, um, you know, a big identity for myself. But
0: um, I just, I suppose that you yeah. know the difference between. I mean, the journey you've come to in a way is, is, is also like not, I mean, some sometimes people, you know, who, who've, who've had psychosis can end up so alienated from, from the rest of their society and just feel so kind of separate from it and so lost in their world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you have, have really not gone down that path. You're, you're, you're. You're able to go into that space and come back to, to, to yeah. society, do you know? Um, yeah. And so, and uh, yeah, what's what's the key to that?
1: Yeah, um, I don't. Uh, um, <clears throat> I think one. Uh, I don't. I don't see myself as anything special. So so I'm I'm I'm, I'm unique and special, in, in and beautiful in my own way but not more than any other person, so I don't accept any kind of um, natural born special talent for doing 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 this. Uh, it's, it's, um, I think there's just been a general build up of the practices that I've done over time. Mm-hmm.
0: If you think you're special, then you're separate.
1: Yeah. If if so, this is a whopping trap, and and I I can have it as well. I've, yeah, I've, 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 I've been there. Yeah? Th- yeah, yeah. So so this this uh, this uh, this specialness appear. I mean, I had it with intellect at the beginning. Mm. Yeah, you know, with Cambridge because I to, well my mind was running a lot faster than everyone else's. I mean, it was a quite a, a balancer to have that a bit crippled. <laughs> For a while, yeah, to lose it, but for some in the early years my, my supercomputer was, was outgunning a lot of the people around me. So there was a natural special feeling from that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's, it's 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 a bit of an irony, but but uh, being on antipsychotics uh and, and uh, I, I went to the opposite, so yeah, anti-special. Yeah. So 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 I took on you know I walk around and say hi I'm uh, uh, I've I've had a uh, a psychotic breakdown or something that was my identity at the time. It's a nice introduction yeah. for a conversation. So so I I'd, I'd been taken to the opposite
0: of special. But you can get stuck on that too. You can get stuck on a I'm a, I'm a unique victim. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a martyr. I'm like Prometheus, as it were. Yeah, yeah. But you have managed to not. Yeah, so I managed to
1: walk away from this negative thing and say, no, I, there's this like it or not, this stuff that's untidy. But uh, mm. I'm I'm just uh, I'm just a, a human being, yeah. a human being, doing my best to, a fairly sensitive human being. That's mm. maybe my best identity. Yeah, it's it, it's come round to a, a, a balance. I I mm. I'd, I'd say yes. Yeah, so of of of. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. Uh, of of. I think I think it just comes from actually connecting with people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, so do, you do, do, you do. And
1: I'm with people a lot. Yeah. I, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the early part of my life, I didn't have close intimacy or connection with people, mm. and and so uh, since all of this happened,
0: I've had the opposite. And I mean, now you're beginning to do more work in this kind of area and to do workshops and um, on mindfulness for people who sometimes experience psychosis and so on I mean you, you've got an emerging um, you're doing more work in that area aren't you
1: yeah so so this is something that I wanted to happen for years but it can't yeah. happen until you're ready and I, I just so so um, um, no I, I, I came to balance myself. Uh, it seemed to be a combination of, of uh, finding finding some uh, I found I found the capacity to hold the meditation in a Zen centre in India so I could open to the meditation and not fly out which was what was happening before mm. it was partly the connection to all the people in the place and mm. being safe and familiar and blah, 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 blah. I could talk about this mm. so so I got my, my, uh, my meditation, my mindfulness yeah. uh, the uh, um, movement embodiment practices connection to the body came with my second Tai teacher because we had something a bit more sensitive for me and, uh, and, then, uh, and then working with uh, Stanislav Grof type practices I didn't use uh, any uh, uh, LSD or MDMA type things but mm. just, just working in that environment um, uh, to go into an altered state and work through the inner motion yeah. this seemed to be what I needed and having good support and, and people around, so I I I, I developed something, or it came out of me, to achieve a stability, mm-hmm. and and uh, and then the natural thing for that was then to overflow towards start to overflow towards others. Yeah. Um, someone suggested I do a, a mindfulness training here.
0: Mm.
1: I picked a school which was more for physical pain, mm-hmm. but I told them the first day my interest is in working with emotional pain. Yeah. And and so as soon as I finished, and I started to trial my own versions of of um, of mindfulness, and uh, but straight away I didn't I didn't follow the norms. Um, I, I built on on the teachings of the Buddha at times, which were already for emotional pain, and uh, and then this has continued as I slowly brought in things that helped. I was you know I. I did all this work with with kind of shiatsu like high level shiatsu practices and then this has turned into uh, mindful touch practices connection practices because it's based on love at some level and this is you know it's it's a weird thing to talk about all fluffy but this the you have you have a psychosis because there is a problem and 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 it's usually a human problem something basic. In 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 your emotional life and relationship to others and and what you do in the world around you, and and uh, usually there's something to do with love in there, and so so uh, uh, so I started to uh, explore with little classes, often with just a few people, and I've done a lot of them. And then this got, and then I got this uh, uh, kind of. Um, realization that what really excited me was was working with people with real difficulty mm. and then I, I so I just created a, uh, uh, a couple of weekend based workshops uh, well I, I just wanted people with extreme mm. emotional pain yeah and I used my own story completely for the first time and mm. just just revealed it myself mm. I said okay I, I, I know what it, I you know when I I watched the the, the Shawshank Redemption in 1996 in Guildford. It was, and, I, and I walked out of the cinema. It was a dark, stormy night. I went up to the, the, the mount there on the hill, which was near my home. And I didn't want to go into my house. There's, there's raining and storm. I'm on the hill on my own and I'm just screaming. And, and uh, Because watching this film was like a mirror revealing the prison that I was feeling I was in and and so there's 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 big emotional pain here and and I just just screaming in this bloody place and and then I thought I can't go home so I walked across the the town to the cathedral through the night and spent time by the cathedral and then went back home and and um you know so when someone has these experiences because there's there's real something there's real stuff inside that needs care and and the, and for me after after the first episode once I come back, and it, I still think, well, I don't know where life's going, but I was a happier person
0: mm.
1: than before. So my mind wasn't working very well, but I was a happier, more integrated person than before. So there's a healing journey there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Um, and and uh, and so I started to share my own story for the first time. And and others joined me for this, and then I then the word got out to psychologist friends that I was, I was stepping into territory which is not, is 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 not so common.
0: Mm. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed that conversation uh, as much as I did. Um, It's a real pleasure to um, to meet Anthony, and he's an example of how one can be uh, prone to some of these highly altered or psychosis-like states and still live a really rewarding, flourishing life where you um, enjoy yourself and contribute to your society. And I think he's also an example to all of us that we can uh, develop our powers of uh, concentration, of mindfulness, of being present, of being uh, kind and friendly to ourselves um, and uh, And making the effort to um, to accept whatever arises in us and to and to stay connected as well to our other people and to use these basic tools um, to 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 ride through what might seem difficult um, mental states I mean if Anthony can uh, navigate his way through such extreme mental states, then we certainly can learn to do so when we feel. Um, say anxious or uh, angry or just scattered, so really, I think one of the one of the lessons of these kind of very unusual experiences is that the same tools work both in those kinds of states, far out in those um, stormy seas, and in in much more ordinary and mundane states. So really we can develop these basic tools and learn as as Anthony put it. Um, how to be a better human being Uh, at the end of the day it's quite a basic goal so thanks a lot and i hope you enjoyed it and do check out the rest of the episodes of the podcast as well